0: In today's episode, we're talking about self-confidence and how your self-confidence is actually holding the keys to your wealth. How? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about self-confidence. Now, I actually truly believe that your self-confidence holds the key to your abundance, the keys to your wealth, and pretty much the keys to every aspect of your life. And so a lot of people don't realize this and then think, I just am the way I am. But and I have this confidence or I don't have the confidence, you can change the amount of confidence you have in yourself and your ability to do a certain thing for sure. And that will have a direct impact on whether you attain that thing. And this could be any area of your life. And I'm going to talk specifically around money today because obviously uh, this podcast is all about money mindset. And I want I want, to ta- I want to take the focus around money, but you can apply these principles to any area of your life. You know, if you want to lose weight, if you want to get a new partner, if you want to do something else every area of your life is actually dictated by your ability or your or the way you see yourself or the confidence you have in yourself to have a particular aspect in your life okay this is very very crucial so this is what we're going to talk about today and I have said that you know your self-confidence holds the keys to your wealth I am not saying it I'm not exaggerating I truly truly believe this and I'm going to take it back back as well I, you know, I learned about self-confidence and uh, and the impact it has on you. And later on, you know, you know, a few years down the line, I didn't realize this. You know, I, I you know, why I, I was so comp- You know, I was so hell bent on talking about identity and how to change identity, or whatever else. And that's one of the modules in my mastermind. And I talk, I, I talk my clients through that, and that has a great impact on their ability to, you know, create large quantities of wealth in their life, moving forward. But it's something that I picked up and I learned about years ago from a book called Psycho Cybernetics, and it's by Maxwell Maltz. And this is a book that's life-transforming. If you haven't read this book yet, I highly recommend. And there's there's audible versions of this as well, so I highly recommend you get at least an audible version of it. And I would recommend getting the audible version and written mo- uh, version because I you know I like to have both, in that, and I I do read and I listen to as well. Now, this book absolutely had the, I think, the the most impact on my life because it showed me that before I could attain anything. Now, keep in mind, when I read this book, I was at uni, a uni at the time, or coming out of uni, something along those lines. I think, I, I think I just, a mum had passed away, and I would managed to get, pick up this book, and I was, I was in pretty pretty low spot at the one at that time, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life. And when I read this book, it made me realize that I get to choose. I get to decide what it is that I'm going to create in my life. And I remember thinking at that time that, okay, so what do I want? And I was really, you know, worst in the world. I had lived a very sheltered life. I, I didn't do not much. So the only thing that came to my mind was that I want to be a millionaire. So I set the intention that I wanted to be a millionaire before I was 30. How, what, where, I wasn't really sure about. Now, Setting the intention is great, but this is something that, you know, I learned in, in cybernetics that if you set goals and those goals are in contradiction to your self-image, to, the, the, to your self-confidence, if, you're, if you don't have the ability, you don't believe in yourself and you don't think or believe that you can achieve something, you you, might, you know, that that's, that goal is going to fire back, you know, it's going to be counterproductive. You're not going to be able to achieve it, you know, if anything, you, you probably go in the other direction. So I remember that I set this goal for myself and I wasn't focused on how I was going to become a millionaire. I didn't even think about that. I just thought, okay, I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. But I set my focus on changing my image uh, about having the confidence to be able to achieve this. So I wanted to become the kind of person who had the confidence in herself to know that she can achieve anything, including becoming a millionaire before she was 30, right? So just to let you guys know that I did actually hit my target here at twenty-seven. So I did hit it a few years later. And it it, it came from a different area, it came via property and whatever else and how I went through it. But the point being The image I had in my mind about who I was had to change first. Now, when I talk about image, what am I referring to? So, at that time, I my mum had passed away. My brother and I were living on we were still living uh, um, in in a house now in rented accommodation. And I, as I (laughs) said, someone referred to the place where I was living like a right ghetto place, right? Um, I never realized I was living in a ghetto place. That's the only place I've ever lived in. So it was what it was. I I never really looked down upon it, but this individual did. And he made me think that, oh, okay, (laughs) all right, then I live in a ghetto, right? So I was living in a place like that with my brother and I had very little income and I was sporting myself while I was putting myself through school and whatever else. And I had always seen myself as a very bright girl. And I was a very bright girl, a very hard working girl. But was I able to hold the image that I could be a self-made millionaire without any support, without any means, or without any know-how, without any business um, ideas, without... And I wasn't actually looking to, you know, win the lottery either. So let me get that clear. I've never desired to win the lottery. I probably, for Pop put my interest, I probably will win the damn lottery. But I, it's something that's never appealed to me. So... I had to get this idea in my head that Ghoul, this person that I was looking in the mirror, could actually go from where I was at that moment in time to go on to become a self-made millionaire before she was 30. and This was going to be through marriage. I was very, very clear about that in my head that I was not going to, you know, achieve that target by marrying someone rich. You know, I remember working for this, I won't say the organisation at one point. In my, I think it was 21, 22, I think soon after my mom passed away, I worked for this organisation and I was working and I remember because there's a lot of rich um, people there, uh, I was noticed by quite a few. And I I had very strong morals and strong principles and I remember thinking that, and I remember somebody saying that, you know, oh, you know, that's um, you know, typical, thing. you know, typical wife, you know, pretty, whatever, intelligent, whatever, typical thing that someone can take off and become a trophy wife. It's something I wasn't. I'm not having any dig in anybody. It's just something that I would never adhere to, and something that I wasn't. I was totally not going to follow that path. So I was very clear in the mind that the, this money that was going wasn't going to come to me through marriage. It wasn't going to come through lottery because I played the lottery. So it was going to come through some other means, right? So I had to work way around it. So in my mind, the idea was I was going to earn this million bucks some one way or another and be worth so that I would have this worth of, of, of a million pounds, right? Now, the point I'm making is I had to Look at myself in the mirror, which at that time was, you know, was a broke, <laughs> broke student, and in UK, if you know, before I had, we didn't have the rent to pay. My mother was looking after the rent when mum passed away. There's no financial support for students either, so we had to pay our share of rent and utility bills and whatnot. Me and my brother, so we, you know, I was working and earning and 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 trying to try and get myself through education, and. I didn't have any means available. Yes, I was working very hard, and at that time I thought I actually thought I would go on to become a barrister, earn lots of money, and that's how I was gonna become a millionaire. That was in my head, right? But I had to believe that I was on equal footing with everybody else out there, right? I was equally smart, equally brilliant, equally etc to go out there and actually, I probably was not naive in believing that there's no such thing as uh, favors and other things that happens in every, all areas, including, including law. I, but I obviously remember I have very strong principles, so that's not going to happen. But the idea was in my hand that I could do it, right? So this is my point to you that if you have a goal in mind that you want to achieve, but you don't have the self-confidence and you can achieve it, I promise you, you will not achieve it, right? You have to believe it first and it happens afterwards. Now, another example that I can bring to you is of Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was my brother's favourite boxer. I wasn't very keen on boxing. My brother was. So because of my brother, I, I became aware of Muhammad Ali. And especially after he left boxing and all the works he did, you know, I became a fan of his as well. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing individual. May God bless his soul. All right. So I remember this something that he said and it stuck in my head as well, you know, that he believed he was a champion before he was a champion. So his self-confidence was sky high before he actually saw it physically manifest in his external reality. This is crucial. This is absolutely crucial. So in order for you to become wealthy, you have to see yourself being wealthy and you have to believe you your personality who you are will become wealthy now if that means you have to work on your self-confidence that's what you should do if that means you have to see okay if i was a millionaire what kind of personality would you have what kind of you know um What kind of mannerism would I have? What kind of... This is something else I picked up from Tony Robbins, actually. You know, going back to him again. Because he was... Remember, I I read quite a lot of um, Tony Robbins books in my early days. I I didn't follow him for very long. But in the early days, he was my first mentor. So he talked about it quite a lot in his books, where he says you have to work out how, what kind of person would I have to become to be in order to achieve X, Y, and Z. That comes down to confidence. Now you can label it different ways. You can talk about different things. I talk about it through identity, and that's a it's a similar topic. It's just a sister topic. We'll talk. We've spoken about it before. But today specifically, I'm talking about self-confidence. You need to develop that self-confidence. You either need to have it. Um, foolishly or otherwise I mean I think I had it foolishly I wasn't I don't think I (laughs) had it intentionally but I foolishly believed that I was amazing I was invisible I could do anything I had up until that point academically achieved quite astonishing things with everything matched up against me but I never let it be me down I actually believed that I was super smart I, did, you know, even after I, had, I found out I'm, I'm dyslexic, not so, you know, just dyslexic, but severely dyslexic, and you gave me a reason for why my handwriting and my spelling and my, you know, my issue with writing was worth the way it was. I just took that on and was like, oh, that just means I'm super smart, right? I chose to see myself in a different light, and I've had that belief in me that I'm just awesome, I'm just brilliant. You can't, you know, you just can't, you know, get away from me. I how amazing and fantastic and fabulous I am. That's what I believed about myself. Right? I am this amazing, amazing, amazing person. Okay. So that that said well and done. The point being, again, I believed I was amazing. I believed I could do it. Can you see the theme that's running here? Self-confidence comes first. Not from evidence of things around you. So you don't get confidence after you see that. Yes, it, it becomes, you know, it's a snowball effect. So if you achieve a little bit of success, it gives you more confidence and you can build on it. But you have to start with confidence. And sometimes it's false confidence. Right? It's, it, well, you can call it self confidence, but I, I would, I wish you argue the other way I would say you believe in something internally and it hasn't manifested externally. So you, remember the internal life, your internal beliefs, and your internal world dictates your external world and your external reality. So if you internally believe you can achieve X, Y, and Z, you will achieve it. Now, if you have this lack of self-confidence and I know this imposter syndrome comes with a lot of people achieving various things that that calls them back a lot of the time which is stupidity in my books right but if, you know if um, this imposter syndrome goes and you know attacks a lot of the people and I'm guilty of that too when I venture to do something like oh can I do this will I be able to do this can I do this and I remember thinking that for one of my one recently what happened to me that I had to work on was investing. So when I entered the world of investing, which not too long ago, a couple of years ago, especially when it comes to Forex, can I do it? I had this thing in my mind can I do it? Will I do it? And I lost quite a lot of money got a, n- a number of times. And I've been, oh, you're foolish. Oh, this and whatever else. And then I had to stop. And I said, Look, no, you know what? I'm a brilliant investor. So if you ever hear me, I always say, I'm a professional investor. I'm an excellent investor. I'm brilliant at Forex. Now, uh, do my trades currently reflect the fact that I'm an excellent trader? That's an arguable, <laughs> it is debatable. My maybe my mentor can make a better comments on that. I have a mentor for that. Um, but I choose to believe I'm an excellent forex trader. I'm I'm brilliant at crypto, you know, investment I'm a crypto investor, not trader. So I'm brilliant at investing in crypto. I'm fantastic at a, a, a forex investing. I'm brilliant at, at you know at picking out the right stocks and you know EFTs and so forth. So I am absolutely fabulous at all kinds of investing. I am a professional investor. Can you see what I've done there? I I mean by by all means and standards by at the moment. I would be classified as a professional investor. I probably will be classified as, you know, I know what I'm doing and I'm very, very good. But that's today's date. I'm telling you, I had this belief two years ago when I had nothing to show for it. Well, all my Forex trades were going down the drain. I had no clue about share trading, right? I had no clue about how to invest in gold. I had no clue about where to start with crypto. I didn't know, actually, I didn't know about crypto at that time. I wish I had. <laughs> I became aware of it. Um, I actually, I was, I was aware of Bitcoin, but I wasn't really paying attention. Um, and then I became more aware of it last October. I remember, and I still, so, you know, I think started very late. I started in January, but anyway. The point being, I believed I was amazing first, okay, and then the universe showed me how I could become amazing at it, and then I literally went down the path that I actually ended up becoming amazing at it right? So whatever goal you're setting for yourself, if you don't believe, you can achieve it. So if your self-confidence doesn't match up to that particular goal, you will self-sabotage and you will not create it. And there's another reason for this. Remember, your subconscious mind is there, and I've spoken about this before, your subconscious mind is there to keep you safe. Not to keep you happy, but to keep you safe. Now, if you are believe internally and you have this thing, image of yourself that I am somebody who is a middle-class person, who who works like this and, you know, who has this kind of lifestyle, someone like me would make you very uncomfortable, right? I would. Like, so, you know, I, I'm going that you know, you're making, you know, 50K a year, you should be making 200K a year, you know, you, you can easily do it. And your automatic reaction would be, like, oh, really? I mean extra work, blah, blah, blah. You give me all these reasons right now. I've, I've seen people give this, all this rubbish to me. And even, even my family members. So, you know, that's when I sort of say like making money is easy, they look at me like I'm, <laughs> I'm an alien, like, ah. Oh. But it, making money is really easy. It's not difficult to make, right? Um, but again, that's the image I have of myself. I've got full confidence in myself that making money for me is very easy now. I can make money like that. Can you see everything's attached to self-confidence? Now, when I say this goes on in every area of your life, if you have the self-confidence, that I'm going to, you know, um, shed you know 10, 15 kg and get down to, um, and get into my best shape of my life at my mean my forties. You will do it. If you have the image and you have the you don't have the confidence, you think, you know what, I really can't do it. I don't lack the, you know, the motivation. I'm not the kind of person who can, you know, wake up at five in the morning and do a workout, blah, blah, blah. Your self-image is reinforcing, you know, you know, your your beliefs. And then if you set a goal for yourself that I'm gonna lose 15 kg, that's never gonna happen, right? So, and also basically in romantic relationships, if you have the image that I am the kind of person who cannot compromise or cannot do this or cannot do that, your external world will reflect it, right? So the first step is always your self-confidence. Always self-confidence. Now, I think I'm going to do a a part two to this. I think I'm going to, I think now thinking at night, I'm actually going to go back and read up my notes and you know, and actually look at some things about how you can develop self-confidence and we will do it because I think if I do it right now it will, it will go too long so I probably will do another episode on tips and advice on how to develop self-confidence or strong self-confidence I think that would be essential for you guys yeah thinking out loud <laughs> thinking out loud I will do a separate a um, separate podcast especially on on tips and um, advice on how to develop strong self-confidence in any area of your life and this will be crucial but for today I want you to take away this one point whatever goal you've set for yourself okay whether it's to make the 100k a month whether it's to make you know you know uh, make that seven figure a month whether it's to um, I don't know, even to get started on your, your on your passion, on your uh, and you know have a six six figure um, you know a six figure business in in the next years, twelve months time or whatever, whatever goal you have set for yourself, you can achieve. But in order for you to achieve it, you have to make sure that your self confidence is actually in place and your image, your self image, is supporting that. If your self-image is lacking the confidence required to achieve that goal, I can promise you that you will not achieve it. I can guarantee it that you will not achieve it. So the first thing you need to look at is what goals do I have? And is my self-image in alignment with those goals? Meaning, do I believe I have the confidence? And honestly, be true to yourself, do I have the confidence to achieve all of those goals? And if not, what am I lacking? How can I, what kind of um, self-image do I need to have? What kind of confidence do I need to have? And then listen to my podcast next <laughs> next one and to work out how can you develop that confidence in yourself and your ability. I promise you, absolutely nothing is beyond your reach. It's just beyond your current confidence. And as soon as you can develop the confidence within yourself, you can achieve Absolutely anything, and that includes incredible amounts of wealth. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, if you did enjoy today's episode, please do leave us a review, and uh, on um, iTunes. And if you do leave us a review, send us a screenshot to Money Mindset Podcast at and we will send you our Million in the Mirror meditation for free as our way of saying thank you for supporting our podcasting journey. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.